0: Can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it nah, I can't help it nah, I can't help it, I like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlocito, and we are joined by Mike Frizzell and Andre Bork. And the Celtics are coming off of a huge 112-99 win over the Denver Nuggets. I uh, want to follow the podcast, same as normal. I'm uh, going to go through player of the game, uh, as well as some of the positives from today. Uh, and then second half, go through some of the negatives. Uh, really some improvements that we'd like to see, but I want to kick it over to you guys here. Uh, Mike, we'll start with you. want to hear your player of the game today.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, guys, my player of the game is Jalen Brown. I don't think it's too much of a shock. Um, yeah. As I mentioned on Twitter when we were in our feed, I just feel the most comfortable when he has the ball in his hands. I feel like he makes the, the right decisions. Um, I feel like he's always in attack mode. But then once he is, he's looking for that open guy, whether it be slashing to the rim and dishing for a three, or whatever needs to be done. And um, I forget what he ended up ending with. I know he had twenty-seven and something at one point. But he's my uh, he's my player of the game. How about you, Andre? Yeah,
2: I mean, for consistency, he just really is, and he's been that way all season. And I think later on we get into it. We start to talk about who who really is the leader of the team, and that's where it gets a little arguable. But, you know, when I look at it tonight, the player the player of the game is the bench, and it's the bench because it's so different than what we're used to seeing. I mean, I say this all the time. The most delightful part about tonight was not seeing Carson Edwards in there, was not seeing Grant Williams in there, fouling three times and scoring four point you know, five points a game. It, over and over and over again. It's just ineptitude. And this is exactly now we put in some people. It's all different people. Teague, the hell is he ever doing in there? And so now it's Agreed. a complete different set. And when you put that in, I think we've got a winning combination. Nesmith, even. Who,
1: who was your uh, most dynamic bench guy then? Since it's a player, not players. Uh,
2: yeah, I would say. Well, it's yeah, gotta Will be a I say you get Williams in there. Like I like yeah. seeing him in
1: there instead of tights. I think you've got somebody Absolutely. who can compete. And I think to, his head is a, full of mush, but I feel like the energy he brings is un, unmatched. Because when he can when he can go, he
0: goes. He so goes. if you if you look at Time Lord, even even defensively. He played pretty well, yeah, I and mean, you ball, saw ball. you saw him bite a couple times on Jokic upfakes and got blown I mean, past. He's, he's an MVP
1: candidate. It's tough not to. The best players in the league
0: do that. I, I completely well, and that's my point. So, like outside of that, though, he had a couple of really, really solid defensive plays. And Absolutely. from an energy yeah, yeah. standpoint, I mean, I still that slam off of off of uh Pritchard's alley oop Oh. God, it's Remember, a thing like of beauty. A couple
2: years ago, that's what he was. was just all defense. And now he's morphed that game. And now you've got some offense because you have somebody who can give an assist like And This is where, you know, I don't know that Kemba's the right person for that. Frickridge is because he knows. Dish it in there, dish it in there, and get him in there. And I have no idea why we have
1: Thompson on the team when you have that type of. We'll get to the negatives. We'll get to the. Negatives. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, <that's> later. <laughs> so, so I do want I do want to touch on both of those because I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick player of the game, I'm probably right there with you, Mike. I don't like doing back to back one player, so yeah, I know I'll, you did the last one. Yeah, I'll switch it up, but oh, no, I'll, I'll go good, Tatum. I mean. I'll I'll go yeah. Tatum for this then. Okay. Sure. And here's and here's why. And then I'll touch on Jalen Brown a little bit too. But Jason, Ta- Jason Tatum, the Tatum that we need is yeah. the, facil- the facilitator. Tonight he, did, he had another good night of that. 21 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. And the thing that we've been arguing for, complaining about all season long, is just his consistency with getting to the line. And tonight he changed that a lot. Overall, the Celtics shot pretty well from the free throw line tonight. Tatum kind of led that charge, though. Shot 8 of 8 from the line. Uh, Overall, you know, he's still, his shooting percentage is still down significantly since he's gotten COVID. Uh, But overall, I mean, you look at the numbers, 8 assists. I'm not saying we we need him to be there every game. But if we can get him close, this is a tough team to beat. It's a really Absolutely. tough team to beat so that's why I, I can give the slight edge to Tatum there and Andre just to kind of go back to your point about the the bench kind of being that sixth man or being the player of the game today, yeah. one of the things that we saw today is Brad limiting his rotations we've seen yeah. him we've seen him all season long go 10 12 guys deep and tonight he limited it to nine. And this is another thing that you know a lot of Celtics fans have been freaking out about because the rotations have been all over the place, and a lot of that is inconsistencies just across the team. I've, I wrote this down before the game, but so far, the Celtics through 27 games have had 15 different starting lineups, right. and that's injuries are a
1: huge factor with that too.
0: Though. It, it just well, that's what I'm saying. It just shows like the Celtics have not been able to put together a consistent offense anywhere. Right. And for Brad to go come into tonight, even without Marcus Smart and Daniel Tice, two of our core rotation guys, uh, you know, to come in and have a fairly balanced attack, it's good to the see. Best team in the West. It's good to mm-hmm. see. So, you know, I do wanna I do wanna hear your guys' thoughts on Jalen Brown tonight. More so Andre since, and Mike, you talked about it, but for me, yeah. he's kind of been the most consistent player on this team End of the night 27 points five rebounds five assists 11 of 20 from the field five of ten from three the only negative part and we'll talk about that in the ba- the <laughs> back half is and Andre's already laughing I don't
2: even know what it is is man, but...
0: is turnovers right you know he it's ended the night like with that. seven turnovers
2: yeah rarely he's rarely like that I think that's your point is that he's just been so consistent
0: so that's that's kind of my thing. I mean, you could you could put him player of the game almost every game this season. He's been that consistent. Yeah, and you know this is a this is a big win. Andre, I, I'll push this over to you because I know you're you you're one that's given the Celtics a fair amount of shit this year, and a lot of it's warranted at this sure. point. They're fourteen sure. and thirteen. I mean, this is a huge win to you know. Avoid going under 500 for the first time in, I don't know, six years? I mean, what are your thoughts so far on tonight and kind of how they were able to avoid that pitfall?
2: I think you're right. Tonight was key because you needed to show, first of all, trying something different. And that's what we saw and what you're talking about with, you know, a limited rotation that's bringing in players that have just sat, you know, for most of the year. And sticking with that and trying it out, and we see that. And uh, you know, I think I think that's really good. And yeah, I am critical uh, of the Celtics because I live in Los Angeles, and um you know, I get harassed and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) We have a thirteen and thirteen record. It's just it's just not good. But you know, you know, and I just think there's some other things. But it's just great to see something like tonight because you're like, oh my gosh, there's there's you know, there's some real possibility here when they're all on you know, all cylinders.
0: It's a completely different team. It really really is. is. So one of the things that I want to touch on here too, is the play of Kemba Walker. And we've seen, you know, he's really had a a hard start to the season. You know, obviously he was out for a long period of time recovering. Uh, The last three games, he's played pretty well. Last two games prior to today, both over 20 plus points. Uh, Tonight, Just missed that mark at 17, uh, but shot the ball better. You know, four assists tonight, five of 13 from the field, three of eight from the line, and got to the line, four of four. Uh, So overall, another pretty consistent night, I would say, for Kemba. Uh, If you look at the first half for him, he kind of, he led the scoring attack for the majority of the first. And he looked good. So I'm curious to hear both of your thoughts on him tonight as well as the rest of the season so far.
1: Well, you probably don't want to hear mine first. So go ahead, Mike. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, So Kemba, I mean, I have been critical of him um, recently. Not really critical, but, you know, it's just not what we kind of wanted as Celtics fans to kind of have that facilitating point guard. Uh, But I do think his injury is a factor of that because the more he's injured, the more he can't get acclimated to the team, you know? Because that's really where you get that kind of chemistry is when you can feed and when you can dish and when you get in the open floor and you know where God's going to be. And you know Tatum likes that little sidestep in the corner and he's doing his little fit. Like, you learn all that the more you play. And if you're injured and you're off, all you can really do his chair on the bench and hope that you can do it. And watching from the sideline and playing on the court, it's not the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for Kemba to get back in that, like, you know, flow. But, uh, yeah, four assists isn't going to cut it. I mean, I, but I like him being that scoring burst, but I mean, I think we need that real solid point guard. That's going to play 25 minutes. That's going to, you know, do the dirty work, play the defense. Cause you're not always going to play a guy. That's the same size as you. Cause as you saw tonight, Jamal Murray was like salivating at the teeth. Every time he's like, all right, let me get that left wing switch. Yeah. So I can get Kemba in the post. I mean, you get yeah. playoff time. That's going to be a problem.
2: He's not threatening like that anymore. And I think you're right. We're all cheering for him because we've got him through, 2023, or, you mm-hmm. know, but we'll say see. We'll see. that's the
1: contract. And, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't
2: know if anybody. Well, anyway, I mean, I, I think the hard part is to say four assists and three turnovers. Right. And You look at that ratio and a wash
1: basically to me.
2: Yeah, it's a wash. And I, I don't know that. And then five of 13, you know, I don't know that we go throw a, a party for him at Chuck E. Cheese for that. This just isn't not what we signed up for it just really isn't. It's not worth 34 million a year. And I don't know whether he gets back to that. And I think you have a great point that Charlotte was a totally different game. Um, but I'm wondering, and then the defense is just kind of tough too. We've got a little bit of, you know, kind of an undersized Isaiah Thomas problem there that we just have some undersized defensive players. So um, I don't know. Is he going to be the third of the big three? I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? So,
0: so here's my thoughts. And the emergence of Tatum and Brown from a facilitating standpoint changes the entire game for the Celtics. So for me, I agree with you, Mike. We brought Kemba in, not I mean, obviously we want a facilitating point guard, right? But right now, with Tatum really kind of being that point forward that we've seen him play the last you know couple weeks, I don't know if that's a hundred percent necessary. And at this point. Andre, kind of to your point, th- his contract's untouchable. There are very few teams in the league yeah, that not are... trading that. There, I not mean, trading There really aren't. There aren't many teams in the league that would take that on at this point. He has turned it around a little bit and has played better the last three games. What I need to see from him isn't really the facilitating point guard that you guys keep talking about. But it's going to be that spot-up shooter. You know, I'm not... Yes, I mean, it sucks that we're paying someone $34 million to be a spot-up shooter. Right. But if we can turn Jason Tatum and have him continue to be that facilitator, get six, seven, eight assists a game, JB being close, if we have him in almost sort of a you know J.J. Redick role, coming in, shooting threes, hitting his shots, JJ Reddick was a starter in the league for a long time. Still is.
1: You don't gotta tell me. JJ's my hero. So,
0: so this is this is my point. I don't I don't think we need Kemba to be that facilitator that he we were hoping for. And that's kind of that's my take on it. I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's a popular opinion. It's probably not. Sure. But just based on what we've seen in the last three weeks that to me is the Kemba that we need to play well and
2: you're being you're being pragmatic it's like this is the one we have and, and i think you're right because if he can space the floor out and consistently be the three-point threat uh, then that allows you know tatum and, and brown get into the basket drive 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 and we need that because we that's just what's missing we can't you know we've got ogile and these others that we're kind of relying on that we we're just weren't weren't built for it. It's just not their role. I'd love to see that too, because that's an integral piece of this. And then when he's doing that, you're starting to talk about consistently over 20 points. You're starting to get more in the Charlotte numbers.
0: Yep.
2: Come into there. You know, we can start seeing 22, 25. Hey, this is a winning, that's a winning deal. We need that in there. It's fine. Just limit the turnovers and, and that's good. And I think you're right. We, we fortunately we have, and look at Pritchard tonight. I'm looking at it. I had seven assists. Seven assists. Okay. Right. And that's, that's a, and that's
0: my point. That's my yeah. point, though, right? I mean, if we, don't, if we don't need Kemba to be that facilitator, the game changes for the Celtics.
1: Yeah, it's true. Can I give my point on that just, just while we're on the Absolutely. topic of yep. the facilitator? So this is my thing with that. So do we want Tatum going down that direction? Because now you're asking him to be a completely different player than he is. And now if he's trying to be that, you know, Ben Simmons, LeBron facilitator, now he's not being the killer that we will Bash him for later, for not being the guy that's taking the shot, for not being the guy that's on the kill, for not being the... You know what I mean? That might kill his uh, progression instead of... It might stint it a little bit, maybe, let's say. But with that said, like I'd love for him to be that kind of role, too, but there's not many spot-up 5'11 shooters in the league. I mean, not since Dana Barrow, so you're just going to get a guy that's going to be waiting in the corner 5'11, nothing but net from three. like It's just not as... but It'll be there, but it just won't be as consistent, I think. But Pritchard... If they could split minutes, which I, that's a big thing. I'm not. I'm just, you know, throwing things out into the universe. At this but point, at this point, Teague
0: isn't playing, so you're pro- you're not far off.
1: So that, but that if you, we can get more to that. So let's say that Kemba's the real punch on offense, and all he's doing is look the, you know, Allen Iverson straight up Charlotte look the score, and oh. then you got Richard out there, and he's the burst of energy that can be like, all right, now we know, look, Diamond, and then Tatum when he needs to be can be the facilitator, but I feel like I want him still more being that score and then you pass when it's there instead of him holding the ball for twenty seconds like he like he does because I don't think that's in his mind. It's hard to switch someone's mentality to be like, Okay, I want you to be a pass first six ten wing player now. And he's like, Huh?
0: He can be to what
1: valuable second. about
2: that is that what's great is that if he has a poor shooting night, he can be that, right? Sure.
1: Be that. Ideally.
0: And he, and he has been. The last couple yeah. games, he's, he's shot yeah. horrible. He's shooting around 30% the last couple yeah. games. Tonight was 6 of 18. So he's not exactly lighting the, the scoreboard up. We're I mean, granted, and, I, I, and I've said this all season long, and I've said it all last year too. Jason Tatum, you blink, he's got 20 points. He's <laughs> going gonna to put up points regardless of how horrible he's shooting. Yeah. I mean, tonight yeah. he shot 1 of 8 from 3. But he still ends up with 21.
1: I think he's going to get to the line more, which he has been doing the last two games. But that's yeah. been a big thing on oh, me right. with Tatum too. Yeah, yeah, that's so critical. But
0: I think I think that kind of stems from having the ball in his hands more. And he, right. if he's turning into that facilitator, like he's his entire job as a facilitator is drive the lane and dish. Like right. That's That's the modern day NBA. That's what you're going to get. So if that's right. the case, I mean, he's driving already. He's... Naturally, just going to draw more fouls and get sure. to the line, and that to me is that to me is how the Celtics team kind of progresses and makes takes that next step.
1: Hits that next level, which they absolutely need to. Yeah, I, I
2: think you guys are onto something too with shifting Kemba's role. Right when you put a Pritchard in, and then a Kemba becomes really the three-point threat, you get into mm-hmm. what's happened with Rozier over there in Charlotte now. So he no longer has to be the facilitator, and he's in there now shooting forty-five on threes, mm-hmm. right? And you've got Lonzo going in there and doing what he needs to do. And so,
1: Lamelo,
2: Lamelo, yeah. I mean, so um, you, you've got, and I think there's potential for that, and I think that's the right combination because it fills both parts and it puts it puts Prickard right where he needs to be. Yeah.
0: All right. So as far as starters gone, we've pretty much talked through the majority of it. Uh, there's not there's not too much to touch on with Thompson, right? Uh, you know, he got absolutely destroyed oh, I do by have Jokic. A thing, but for
1: the negatives, we'll come Correct. back to Thompson for the yeah. negatives. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he got yeah, torched by Jokic,
0: so we'll we'll move past that. Uh, the other guy that I want to hear your thoughts on is Neesmith. And for the We're
1: skipping over O'Shale.
0: We'll we'll skip over okay. We'll unless you guys have some super positive things. Overall, it was an okay game. I,
1: I don't have any super negative things either, though.
0: I, I, mean, I, I agree. You don't
1: ask him to do too much, and he doesn't do too much. He, so what do you really want from the guy? He's in his open threes, and he's an absolute solid brick of a body when he's on defense. So he,
0: he actually defended Jokic voice. really well a couple yeah. of times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, this is the other thing that I try like. We don't see what he's doing in practice. He could be the best, like whenever you're on a court, like when you're playing basketball, as I've played and coached throughout my life, like that's where you're in your playing time. It's not out there on the court. You're going to make mistakes on the court. It's different. Some other guys that you haven't been seeing all year are facing you and they're doing different things and they're reaching different ways and they're grabbing jerseys or whatever they're doing. It's just a different feel. But when you're in practice and he's diving on the ball and throwing people off the banners and like we don't see that stuff. So that's, that's where they're getting, like when you were bringing up how come so-and-so is getting time over so-and-so? Well, because they're probably staring at their shoes in the layup lines and sulking, walking in, and still have their flip-flops on when Tatum's getting his shots up. Like, we don't see all the behind-the-scenes.
0: Yep. So, all right, so here here's what we're going to do. For sake of time here, Mike, I want you to pick uh, one bench player, 60 seconds, yep. give us your highs. One bench player. One bench player. Uh,
1: I'm just going to I'm just going to ride the the P Rabbit wave. So, I think he does all the things that we want him to do as the point guard. He, he hustles, he facilitates, he tries his best on defense, he's diving after balls, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's got his head up. He makes mistakes, but that's just part of the, you know, role of playing point guard. He's hitting open shots. He's I feel like if the fans were there, he would be that kind of fire me up type and get the crowd going and
0: 100%. be different
1: because
0: Brad would be punching that ticket.
1: 100%. 60.
0: Excellent. Andre, 60 seconds, and one. one player. Go.
1: Uh, Javante
2: Green. Um, and this is why I, I think he belongs out there. Where I really believe he's one of the most athletic players on the bench. Uh, you know, he's played overseas. He needs to work on fouling and, you know, and reducing that. But we can see his athleticism, and I just I like what I saw tonight. He's only in there for 15 minutes. Keep keep doing that with him. Uh, he can keep up with people. He can defend. And yeah. He has, and he can, and he can dunk and score and steal. So I like to see more of
0: him. I've I've said that all season long. I love Javante. I said it ever since preseason too. Like I love watching Javante Green out there because he does. He brings a different energy level that not many Celtics players bring. He's got a hell of a highlight tape, I'll tell you that. Yes, he does. We always do that. Yes, yeah, he but, does. Yeah, yeah but
2: uh, we do, and we need that. And I just,
1: yeah, I'd like to see him out there more. Yeah, he's got that Gerald Green vibe. Yep. Come off the bench. Yes, he does. Pick six and flush
0: that thing. Yep. And uh and the guy for me tonight was Neesmith. and we've talked about, you know. Well, everyone's talked about him not getting the time that he deserves being the rookie, not getting development time. And it's Uh, all fair. And for the large majority of this year, he really hasn't played. uh, I think a lot of it comes back to practice. And at this point we'll talk about this, but like the Celtics have 16 games in the month of February. There is like zero time for practice. Between flights, like there's literally nothing for them to do. And that's why, if you look at the season, it's really hard to kind of get encouraged spot. or discouraged mm-hmm. by playing time at this point. But Neesmith, for me, tonight, he's stepped up a lot defensively. Yes, he still much has better, lapses. Much better than
1: earlier in the week, uh, it, absolutely.
0: He like, still has lapses. I'm not going to say that. He's not perfect on the defensive end. But is a pretty good rebounding guard. You know, end of the night tonight, nine points, four rebounds, a block, which probably should have been a foul, but we can move past that. Shows up in the stat sheet. But got to the line, too, three of four. Hit his threes, two for four. So overall for me, Neesmith was another, like, really good addition today. Uh, Excited to see him step up. So. We, yep. have,
2: we have something in common with all these, right? These are normally players that sit, and yeah. they really are. And when you look at I mean, just the 30 points right there off the bench and the shooting percentage.
0: It's a lot better. That's,
2: that's what you need. I
0: it's mean, a lot that's better. really good. Yeah. All right, so that is what we got for the first half. I uh, want to switch over into some of the negatives before we do so. I uh, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15. That's CelticsTake15 for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Uh, Talk through some of the negatives of today's game. Uh, Overall, solid win for the Celtics, 112-99 over the Denver Nuggets. Wasn't all good, though. Uh, So do want to talk about some of the negatives with the both of you. Uh, I want to start off with Jokic because the guy absolutely torched us for 45 points. And we didn't really have anything to put against him. Uh, So I want to hear your thoughts on really what he's been able to do Today, as well as this season, because he's putting up MVP-type numbers at this point.
1: Absolutely. You're uh, up a good point. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Andre. Go ahead.
2: Well, that does bring us back to the TP. I mean, it just says, what do we do about center? You know, what, what happens there? We don't have a single solution. We know we have a lot of, you know we just have just some solutions there that work for other things. But at the end of the day, you are really going to have to go up against the young and this type of guy. And, and they're, they're producers. And uh, I don't know what the answer is to that. I, I like Williams in there. I think tonight we saw probably the best you could do against him, unless you brought in somebody of a real all-star caliber, like we're talking about uh, with with the Nicola.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike, what about you here?
1: So I think, Specifically for him, I mean, he started off really hot, so it made him look even better against our, you know, lack of height and lack of strength in the paint. Um, But for players like that in general, I think we kind of need to do what we did tonight. You know, you kind of let Joker get his thing, kind of like how
0: when Shaq was
1: in Orlando, all right, go ahead, dunk all your shit, do everything, we're going to double penny, and you guys are going to get beat in the finals. Like, that's kind of how we need to go because it's just our reality, unfortunately. We're lacking in the paint. So, okay, you want to get 50, Jokic? Fucking get 60. Get your career high. Do whatever you want. You guys are going to lose. Jamal Murray's going to get frustrated at you for doing well, and you don't win because he's going to get all the questions of why are you doing so well. And it's all that game. So I think that's just kind of what we had to do and what we're going to have to do in the future. Like, Embiid is a similar animal that we're going to have to face down the line no matter what if we want to get somewhere in the east. So I think we're going to do a similar thing with him. Go get your points. Go get your 40 and we're just going to have to stop everybody else.
2: You know, if that was our attitude, then we had no business um, letting, uh, we had uh, no no business, let, oh, I just I just lost it. But, you know, letting um, Ennis Cantor walk away. Mm. We really didn't. I mean, you know, he's over there now, and uh, he's the, one of the best offensive rebound players in the league. He's in Portland. He's starting. And he went up against Embiid, and he scored 17. He, and, and he held him just like you're talking about. It's the best you can
1: do, right. like 35 points. Why? He was $5 million. And we well, just, the thing, the thing uh, with Cantor is he's been on, what, 11 teams in 10 years? There's, like, a, there's a reason. reason.
0: There's, there's some other
1: issue with him that he's not sticking in places. Well, no, I mean, me he's, just, he's, he's
0: just overall he not a great a defensive player. The
2: issue with the Celtics is he wasn't properly played.
1: And all you have to do is go see. That may, that may be true, but he wasn't overly producing when he was playing either.
0: So I right. talked about and this in it one it of the podcasts.
1: He did
2: it against Philadelphia the other night. and, and, and sure. stats. And just, I'm that's not funny. saying
1: he's. Yeah, I think to
2: your point, we, can't, we probably don't have somebody that can go in there and dominate and clear out somebody. But I tell you what, if you can bring in somebody who can score 17 and bring mm-hmm. down 14 rebounds as one of the top rebound offensive rebounding players i don't care what his foot works like if he can do a pick and roll if he can go in there and do that keep him beat down below 40 and then offset it with 17 that's sure. a winning combination. we do not have that now and that's what's so frustrating to me It's that type of thing that's just so frustrating
0: uh-huh. okay so here's the deal here's the deal and i talked about this in one of my podcasts too you uh-huh. can't compare two players on two different teams Because the utilization for, or the usage for Cantor in Boston is significantly different than what it is in Portland. He's getting plays for him in Portland. He's not getting that in Boston. Because Boston's a significantly better offensive team. It's the same thing as Gordon Hayward. His usage rate is through the roof because he doesn't have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in front of him. So my big issue with, I loved Cantor when he was here. I was like, I was one person that never talked shit about him. I think he play, he he does. He brings in a lot of offensive rebounds, but what he did lack is that defense where he's moving through screens or he's moving up off of a pick and roll. Like he just he can't defend it. So against a guy like Jokic, who can stretch the floor and shoot, he, he can't defend that. He
1: couldn't guard that. No he way. He can't defend it. tonight. He'd be Tristan tonight. Maybe and that's too slow and one minute too low and that's, right. my, point. that's my point so right. if
0: you look at the nba across the board and i'm talking more so for TP options there's a there's a handful of big men and i'm talking i'm talking like Jokic, and bead uh anthony davis uh carl anthony towns there's really i don't know there's probably one more in there to, to round out a handful Porzingis,
1: Porzingis. Like a Porzingis. Guy. perfect yeah. there's me, your
0: five there's your five big men there aren't there aren't players in the league yeah. that not, really you're not body them, them up. Off the team either. They're you're gonna, not
1: stealing them from their teams
0: uh, either, so you, so you can't just get them. That's well, what I, I think mean.
1: Orlando, and I think that's why Nikola is, is a possibility.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it's Vucevic isn't a great defender either. Is the problem? He's going to stretch the floor. He's going to shoot.
1: But I'm just talking about we, just purely offsetting. We don't, we
2: don't have good defense. Yeah, but if you can bring in 25 points. Then you're offsetting
1: yeah. it, and that's the point. I get the logic, but we're also losing that for whatever we're going to trade to get him.
0: Correct. <laughs> right, and so Andre, we'll we'll talk about
1: our trade. You know, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll talk, talk
0: about, about Vucevic and we'll talk about TP options at the end. But I do yeah. want to I do want to touch on the negatives here. So Jokic for me and Mike, kind of to your point, and they talked about this in the pregame too. If you can take Jokic and make him beat you scoring. You can beat the Nuggets. You can beat the Nuggets. And if you look right. at the team today, Jokic had 43, Murray had 25, Campazzo had 15. The rest of the team didn't do shit. Right.
1: And that's what you well, that's need what you
0: to want. do. And even compo- like 15 points is not much. I mean that's in forty minutes. Uh,
1: it's, it's good for a six foot bench guy
0: though. Well, if, well, yeah. I mean he started tonight, but no, I get your point. <laughs> but that's but that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean he is up. a bench player because they have, like nineteen guys on the injured <laughs> on their injury report. <laughs> uh,
1: also helped us get a W, but I don't give a shit how we get it because when we talk about it, you we know, the jazz.
0: you know what I mean. But that's the thing. If you can, if you can keep Jokic, I mean he only had five assists. So overall, like we did a pretty good job of sticking to the perimeter guys and not Uh giving them a bunch of shots and that's what you got to do like Jokic is going to get his just like Embiid's going to get his but if you can shut down the guys around him one guy especially if he's down low for the majority of it isn't going to beat you in a three-point shooting league
2: how much of that then tonight is the Nuggets having a bad game Uh, when you when you look at you know Porter Jr.
1: and some of these others. It's just not good for I think only he really had a bad game.
0: Yeah, he played pretty horrible.
1: Yeah, but also, I mean, you're going to get that, though. I mean, I we can't choose who's going to play bad when.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, overall, I mean, if you just – Jokic just put up ridiculous numbers, like 16 of 23 from the field, and uh, – Four of those misses were, like, late in the fourth when he oh, was just gassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, like, the guy just doesn't miss. Like, the game just is so slow. He is no Larry Bird, him. though. And I don't no. want
1: to hear that comparison <laughs> again.
0: They only talked about it 40 times.
1: From <laughs> especially from Scal.
0: They <laughs> only <laughs> talked about it 40 times in tonight's yeah, because
1: game. because Mike kept saying, like, I ain't saying that, Larry. Because he actually got to watch him. Yeah.
2: Well, watch Joker go in there and try to play with the left hand and score 50
1: points. Shut up, Scott. Yeah, because yeah, he felt like it. Because he said it the day before and said, you know what? I'm going to feel lefty because I'm going to save my right hand for the Lakers. He
2: was saving it for the Lakers. It's just not even yeah, I I his And I don't want to
1: bash him. I think he's unbelievable. I think the Joker is very unbelievably talented. But do that he doesn't. Have, oh fuck <laughs> I, hate, I hate Scal so fucking much. I already want to get it on guys, Scal.
2: You guys get this game just with cable or local, right? I have to get the the league pass.
1: Good. I'd rather watch it on mute than watch Scal talk about the other team you, for 48 I, I, I minutes. I have
2: to choose. I get to choose over here between Boston or the other teams. I just switch to hear the other teams. Announcing. Absolutely.
1: If I had that option, I'd do it seven days a week. <laughs> Even though I, I love Mike, and I've met him a couple of times. He's a great guy.
0: I do love Mike.
1: No, Mike is a great guy. Scal is the Wote. People talk about goats around here. It's a big (laughs) Massachusetts goat thing. The absolute (laughs) Wote is the former former Red Mamba. I can't even talk about him anymore. I can't even talk about him. Yeah, great point. about getting worked up. No, but it's just like, let Bird, like, if anything, Luca is closer to that because he's running the ball. He's running the break, and he's throwing no-look passes, and he's tip-passing. That's Bird. Out on the break, hitting threes. That's more like it, like... Bird was not seven-foot, and he wasn't yeah. slow as a – like, he was unathletic. I'll give you that comparison, I guess. But he wasn't, though. He was falling down, throwing it behind his head in. How is that not yeah, athletic? You know, he didn't have a good it. vertical leap. That's about it. We don't need to waste any time on Scalabrini. All right,
2: all
1: right. <laughs> oh, no, I hate, I hate his guts. I'll do a whole nother podcast on my oh, Scalabrini 8 if you want.
0: I mean, we can so we speaking... can set up one and definitely do that because that would be a fun one to do because I'm kind of in the same boat talk, with you on that. Talk to
1: scouts people. I'll say it to his
0: face. There you go. <laughs> we'll 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 make it work. We'll start tweeting at him. Uh, so oh, I'm so, in so the he, there you go. So the other the other big thing tonight is turnovers, and this has kind of been a consistent oh. thing all season long. We've had a couple of games where you know we'll end the night with 10, 11 turnovers. We still lost those games. Uh, Tonight was a pretty high turnover game. 20 as a team. Uh, If you look at Tatum, 4, Kemba, 3, Jalen Brown, 7 for a team 20. So, you know, it's great to see the Celtics come out with a win after that. But, like, if you look at the stats all around the board, this isn't really a game where you'd be like, oh, yeah, the Celtics won by 13 points.
1: Do you mind if I start off with this, Andre? Go ahead. So this is my thing with turnovers. Um, And I've said this to kids I coach. I've said this for years. Um, They just brought up the stats that I think LeBron's the all-time leading turnovers now, right? And LeBron's the second best player of all time. So this is the thing. If you're having turnovers, the turnovers that the Celtics are having is because they're trying to do the right thing. They're throwing the ball at the floor. The guy's not quite getting it. They're swinging it maybe too much. Alright, there's turnovers that you can get that are bad, and there's turnovers where like, okay, you were trying to do the right thing, I'm not so mad at you. So I think they were getting more of those turnovers today, which I'm fine with. Those are the market Smart type turnovers, besides the around-the-back bullshit that he tries to do. But hey, sometimes it won't work, so I'm not really... But it's more like the dribbling off your own foot turnovers, those are kind of you know mental mistakes that you should cut out of your game. But if you're trying to pass the ball up to a fast break and that ends up being a turnover, not terrible
0: i I agree and that and you kind of see that tonight in the assist numbers too i mean twenty six assists you that's you are right a lot to get of its it from, are gonna throw a couple around
1: and
0: and that's what you look at too i mean it's tatum kemba Jalen those are the three guys touching the ball and leading the team in assists yeah, you are right well, i mean they're gonna
1: have a few turnovers if they if the if they're you know, constantly looking hard for hard other job.
0: guys, it's just naturally going to happen. But I mean, that yeah, to me he, is still a got number. somebody
1: looking at the hands on the corner. Sometimes you know it's going to hit them in the knuckles. Yep. So we, we need
2: to see fewer of those from from Walker. You know, right? If you're doing four assists and you're doing three
1: turnovers, and just stop trying to. Do I'd even three. rather that both to be higher. Have eight and eight if you're going to have high turnovers. <laughs> high. <Yeah>. I'm <laughs> with really? you on that. I'm with you yeah. on that.
2: Yeah, there's something there that's a little off
0: so I do want to I do want to touch on this I mean that, that's pretty much we'll wrap up the bad uh, the negative parts of today's game because overall this is a solid win for the Celtics like I'm I glad we, we got to
1: accomplished it today I'll tell you that
0: I, I know I know you know overall 13point win uh, played pretty well uh, but I do want to talk a little bit on potential TP options I want to hear your guys thoughts Andre you brought up Busevic. That's you Andre uh, so we'll, we'll let you take the floor here. Give us your sales pitch for, for Vucevic. Uh-huh.
2: Well, I mean, I, I think I'll, and I'll post it um, later, but there is a trade that um, somebody went through and did, uh, a scenario where we can actually pull that off. Listen, the fact of the matter is you can pull that stuff off. We've got plenty of, of things to, to get rid of, um, you know, that are somewhat valuable to other you know, teams, and I think that can happen. The question is, do we do that in the center position or the power forward position, that type of thing too? Because I think at the same time, uh, Aaron Gordon would be good. At the same time, you look at some of that type of player that could come in there and then build with the team. But the future, I think you just, you're bringing in a big three and then you've got something to work with. And then, okay, Kemba, just do the three pointers, right? And then let's stick with that. And then we've got the rest of the bench and we can do that. What are we getting rid of? Tice, okay, great, he's great, but he's got to have another place. Because as we saw tonight, different things can happen when he's not necessarily there, and so I I think we're looking at that's the real question. So, but it becomes how much money do we put into this center position over and over again that we still haven't figured out? You know, and it's fair. I know you know. I know you guys are for some reason it's it nineteen million for Thompson. So now what do we do? What do we do with that? So we got ten million with him. How do we go in and do a TPE for somebody else? Now suddenly we're at what thirty-three million, and we signed a guy that we can't get rid of for two years that nobody else is going to want, and then we have, and then we have um, Williams, right? And he's on the bench. That's a it's a really tough call. I think the Thompson thing really messed it up for us because now it's not clear where you where you use that where it was it was clear before, Um, and I think that's a big part. And and at the same time, again, Semi can't you know be in that position. He can't be the sixth person. We need another power forward. We need another one that's coming off the bench that's solid.
0: So here's here's my thoughts. And this is why I think that Jokic uh, – not Jokic. Uh, this is why Vucevic could bring a lot to the table. I mean, he is going to bring that stretch big. But my problem with him and why I've talked about it in the last couple of podcasts is the Celtics don't really lack a big man – like we lack wing depth. Like we've got a lot of we've got a lot of depth as far as bigs go. The problem that we have with our bigs is that they're not fantastic defenders. Vucevic, you're not really upgrading that. The Celtics' big problem, to me, is wing depth. Once you go past Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, there's a serious drop off, and that to me is a bigger issue than you know, really getting a stretch big because those guys can't step off the court and still have a legit scoring option on the wing. So I, I've talked about it a lot this year and it's been Harrison Barnes for me. And now we're talking, There's there's been a lot of word on potential OG Ananobi uh, and there's been talks on Jeremy Grant. And these are all guys that, can stretch the floor and give you a legit scoring option from a wing position. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on that and kind of see if that's a similar mindset or if I'm just way too jaded with Harrison Barnes.
2: I think what it is is the difference between getting somebody young that can grow with the team or somebody that you're trying to patch in. And we've tried the patch in thing. That's why we have T. That's why we have Thompson. That's why you're getting somebody that's over 30. That's why we have Walker. And I think we've seen that's not not how we want to build this ball club. That's just not how we're going to do it. Because if we do that, then they're going to decline. And that's not an incentive for our two stars to stick around. Let's give them a cast that they can grow with. And that's the problem I have with somebody like Barnes. Great for a year or whatever, uh, but we're not looking he's for under it. Contract like, for,
0: he's under contract for two, though.
2: Yeah, exactly. And this isn't going to be a championship team in that soon of a time. So let's I get somebody in there. Well, come on, dude. Anyway, let's get somebody in there that can grow with the team. You, you're not going to be with this bench. You can't have a G League
0: 28's bench. not the young. 28's not young. And the thing with Harrison Barnes is his contract is it decreases every year. So 22 this year but it goes down to 20 and then I think 19 the year after. So we've got him we, we would have him for the rest of this year and then two additional years. So that's not a sign once and you know hopefully he signs back. Vucevic right, would old. be that guy.
2: The point I, is he's older and so he can't grow 28's,
0: with the team. 28's not that old. I think
1: it's a tough spot that we're trying to fill we're trying to fit this like you know og grant harrison barnes like type that's very hard to fit which is why like for instance you brought up tristan's contract before 19 for two now we're talking about a guy who's going to come off the bench or we're paying 19 per it's just tougher especially like a jeremy grant who's on the rise instead of you know kind of on a plateau so he's going to be an expensive you know uh hired gun yeah, as we'll say, because to have a guy that's on a similar talent level with those two guys to come off the bench is going to be, you know, a tough sell. You need more of like a, like I remember uh, hearing that uh, New Orleans was teasing
0: Lonzo and trade. JJ.
1: Lonzo or JJ or something like that. Like that would be a viable option of something that you know, if you want to hire a gun, it'll be cheaper. And you want like they just need the break. They don't really need. Too much I mean we're talking about two young players in the league they don't need 10 minute gaps in play.
2: I mean, I guess the thing we're talking about though fundamentally is is this a long-term build or are we, are we putting some in there that's, that's younger? You
1: don't like the younger players that we have, so how are we talking about? Right,
2: I think they're great we don't, want, in, we don't want to see Brown and Caden League No, I, I don't like Carson and some of these other ones because they're just not what we need.: I'm playing play. for one year.
0: Now Carson well, Carson Edwards.
1: You used to get a couple years to start playing <laughs> basketball. You didn't turn into Jason Tatum year one. Go every back player. To 2008. 2008. Go back to two thousand
2: eight think about that bench. Start to talk about PJ Brown. Start to talk about Eddie House. Start to talk about
1: those about are older that, guys that, than every guy we just talked that, about.
2: That had talent that could actually do stuff. So what's talent.
1: talent. And and none of them were twenty eight. Not even Sniffin twenty
2: eight. We had a big three, and what I'd like to see, what I'm saying is, I'd we like had a
1: thirty five year old big three.
2: I <laughs> like to see somebody else come in, and you know, who who could really grow with that? So maybe it is that it's that centerpiece. Then I don't, you know, maybe it really, is. yeah. That's what I.
0: That's that's my that's my mindset. I think I think all three of those guys. I'm I'm on the Harrison Barnes hype train. I've been on there all year long. I think I he think would it be would, the perfect I it would, fit. I think
1: it would fit well but he'd be i mean he's bigger obviously than tice but he'd be like a tice type he'd be, out but, matched, he'd be out matched a lot of nights it's but that's what i'm
0: saying so if you're taking a guy like him i don't know if you're you're starting him or or not but you're getting a legit scoring option right. i would probably start him but and no. that's that's just another it's just another option that can go out and score
1: just to bring it up not that i want this but i heard blake getting thrown around that he's the man in the trade. How would you guys feel about that? Negative. Not that I want it. Negative. I'm just,
0: I'm just spitballing. No, Negative. No,
1: Blake Griffin. Horrible, horrible contract. Is it? Is it? Because is it, is it he hasn't had a dunk since 2019, or what?
0: If that's the it case, has, that's a horrible stat. But Jesus Christ! Let
1: it, it go. That's a real stat. Uh, As fans too, we've
2: seen that this, you know, the last couple off seasons haven't been all that. Rewarding, And we see these other teams making big, big splashes and big deals. And it's at some point it comes demoralizing. And I don't know that that's something we want to bring into it. Here's what I'd like to bring up. You know, why isn't Tice then a legitimate power forward player coming off the bench? And then we have him in doing that. I don't understand why then we don't even need he, a bar. He
0: likely will be. Us. He likely We're will be. in this
1: weird, like, limbo. Of, like, we don't have that rail center, so we can't really play him out of power forward. So he has to exactly. start at center, and then we kind of flip flop. That's exactly. just where we are.
2: So it's, it's it's almost like that. So if we do go into the TPE in the center, and then we're saying, hey, listen, tight, this is really the role for you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be one that you can come in and out of and you get over dominated on some nights. Keep developing that three, keep doing some of the stuff you're doing, and come in there and do 12 points. You're perfect for that. At 5000000 million, you're perfect for that. Can we have him do that? But in
1: your scenario, he wouldn't be playing because he'd be gone from Vucevic. So then what are we doing? True. I mean, listen, the numbers can work out. You just got to figure it <laughs> out. Yeah, but they got to accept it. It can work out for us. I can play 2K GM all fucking day long if okay. I want to.
2: Are you trying they... to tell me that nobody's going to take Thompson at 10000000 million? <laughs> I'm telling you, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> The Celtics might. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, dude. And that's a whole other let me know when we get into that. Just just an overall, you know, the scale and just
1: of of this of the franchise. Uh, I said he filled a void once and now I'll never live it down.
0: There you go. So listen, we, we can probably we'll have you guys on and do another podcast. We're coming up on I think 45 minutes at this point. So uh, I do want to cut to the cut this off here. Uh, right. But I do want to thank both of you because this has been a very fun podcast. Significantly better no problem, having two people on here, and not just talking to myself.
1: Well, go ahead.
0: So no problem, appreciate we'll
1: always be here to spice it up when you need us.
0: Absolutely,
2: oh, and he and he still has something to share with you on the podcast there about his jersey and
1: how I uh how I laugh. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that the next
0: time. Excellent. Okay. All right, boys. I appreciate you guys hopping on, guys. If you have not followed me on. Twitter, make sure to do so. At NBA Celtics guy. Uh, if you guys want to throw out your Twitter handles, you could do the same. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, either Mike Frizzell, F-R-I-Z-Z-E-L-L, or the underscore Triple King.
0: Ooh, got two.
2: Yeah, mine is Andre underscore Ascot, and generally it's the one that's, uh, you know, getting a lot of a lot of razzing from uh, the other, uh Self-expands.
1: You look good.
0: Yeah, pretty funny. Real, yeah, real exactly. good profile pick.
1: Yeah, oh, the, the ascot on the ascot. I <laughs> <really good. laughs> got some good memes
2: floating around there.
0: <laughs> uh, all sorry. right, guys. So make sure to like, follow, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. We got another game coming up soon. We'll see. Atlanta. We got Trey Young and John Collins coming in soon. Uh so appreciate you guys hopping on and we will talk to you soon. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I fall like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it I can't help it, I fall like a Celtic. I can't help it, I fall like a